Hey, we are live. Uh, welcome to episode 248. It says 148, but it's 248 of WP Water Cooler. What's the topic today? How to earn more business through networking. Uh, so welcome. Uh, Jason can't be here today. He misses you all. He sends his Aww. love. Uh, he's on vacation. That's cool. You're in good hands. Uh, we're going to start uh, with introductions uh, right on the left, with, or on my left, your right. I don't know what it is. Uh, with Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. I, I can't get my lower third working, so Brian Hogg. Uh, <laughs> there, it works. It works just I, fine. It's analog. It works, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> So, so I, I have WordPress courses, I have WordPress plugins, I teach things, I, I run meetups, all, all the things WordPress, but not as many things to say, but I try. Chris. Hey there, I'm Chris Johnson, and I run a company called Simplifilm.com where we do high-end high uh, motion graphics videos for a wide variety of companies. Colin. Welcome, his first time. It's like you're on a satellite phone, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It kind of does. <laughs> Hi. My name's Colin. I'm with uh, Liquid Web. I'm the vice president of channel and partner initiatives over there. And uh, occasionally, I make WordPress sites that aren't completely offensive. <laughs> Welcome to the show. It is Colin's first time. Say. Hi, I'm Say. Here's the <laughs> um, I couldn't get mine to work either. Um, <laughs> Oh, who am I? I'm Say Read Media. I make WordPress, use WordPress, preach WordPress on all the things. <laughs> Say Read Media. Just okay. <laughs> wow. And I'm Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Um, I'm also on the organizing committee for WordCamp US, which is right around the corner. <laughs> it's November 30th, December 1st, whatever that weekend is. Yep. Uh, there are still slots open for sponsors. So we've got a couple of medium-sized booth left, booths left. Uh, if you work for a company that wants one of those, hit me up. I, I think that's what all the kids say these days. HMU. Um, Anyway, with that, what a, let's get what right a into topic. end to your life's pursuit. <laughs> with that, uh, let's talk about networking. Um, I thought this was an interesting topic, and, uh, and that's why I asked you all uh, specifically to be on today. Um, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about IT networking. I'm not talking about connecting up Ethernet cables oh, and crawling up in the attic. And all right, see you, Brian. I'm not talking about <laughs> running cables down the down the wall. I'm talking about shaking babies and kissing hands. Uh, <laughs> I yes. never kissed the baby at a network event. Have you guys? I <laughs> haven't. I, I have <laughs> um, I have a question, uh, uh, Steve, yes. for you. I have a question for you. So, uh, what do you mean by networking? What is, what is networking? That's a great question. I'm actually going to throw it out to the uh, to the guys first. Let's see if we can define what business networking means. Quick, everyone on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it's building relationships. I mean, that's that's at the core of it, right? You, obviously, a lot of people think networking is going in all guns blazing, and I'm going to get something out of you and you and you. It's like, no, you just go there to help and build relationships, and a lot of it's just organic. You don't really know when you go to a networking event exactly what's going to happen. And, uh, but if you're there to help, it'll be a good experience. I think that's good cool. networking. Yes. That, there's there's a lot of people that that's not what networking. Oh no. <laughs> so I, well, I, like, I, I think that's a great first definition. Uh, Colin or Chris, did you want to chime in on that? Yeah. yeah think, a, oh, sorry, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I th I think oftentimes I think that's correct about building relationships, but there there has to be a step deeper. Most of the time, when I go to networking events, um, you can tell people that are less comfortable because they 
they're in there to sort of see like, what am I going to get out of this? What's the actionable thing when I leave? Like how many business cards do I have to email tomorrow and try to put into a pipeline or a funnel where people that are a little more comfortable in a networking space realize like, I'm just going to show up and be myself and I'm going to meet some people. And the fact that I now know more people greatly enhances my ability to do something one day and, and taking a more, uh, uh, a more altruistic sense of it of like, what do I have to offer? And that's why the, like the WordPress community, I think is so strong because people show up and say, here's what I have to offer. Not what can you do for me? Good. I, th I think, I think it's the deliberate building of a structured long-term business asset that, that you are in charge of serving. So, you know, you, you want to put people deliberately in your network if you don't have them. Um, but uh, you, you also want to make sure that, that your focus is on being of service to, to them. Good. Those are all, those are all great uh, definitions. So let's talk about what a networking event is. And actually, more specifically, let's talk about what a quality networking event is. Because there's plenty of networking Everything. events. Everything's right? a networking event. <laughs> Absolutely. There's plenty of networking. Everything's an opportunity to build a relationship. Including your baby kissing uh, <laughs> thing that you go to. <laughs> I don't know where this is. No, no, I shake babies. Um, um, ultimately, ultimately, um, I don't shake babies, by the way. I shake babies. Yeah. Yeah. Shake now. Never yeah. shake babies. Please, please don't, 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 don't attack me on Twitter. I've never, I've never shaken a baby. Um, now you're getting nasty. Um, yeah, seriously. Um, what I mean, ultimately, there there are so many networking events. There's there's multiple around me in Orange County. There's 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 many going on at, at any given time. How do I choose wisely and not waste my time with a networking event? I think a lot of times it comes down to who uh, is going to be in attendance, whether you know them or not. And um, I, I I I'll try to make this short, but. I met Steve actually on a sales call. I'm not sure. I'm sure he remembers. Maybe not. About three years ago, when I was sort of like doing drop-ins in Orange County, and he was mm -hmm. gracious and welcomed us, me and a colleague, into the office for 15 or 20 minutes. But <laughs> but the context, the context was totally different because like I was a salesperson, and Steve was a, a business owner, right? And so we left with the handshake and okay, we should talk again in a couple of weeks. And frankly, I, I'm not sure that relationship would have ever developed at all. And not just because that's not Steve's style. It just wasn't very natural. And then some months or weeks or months later, we met at a WordCamp. And now almost all of my interaction, at least in person with Steve, is at, is at WordCamps or maybe something social in when I'm on the West Coast. And, and the business part of it um, feels like it trails the fact that we're friends, right? I know if, if Steve needs something that I can provide, Steve will let me know. Otherwise, we're buddies and we, we talk about basketball. And so back to the idea of like, what's a good networking event? I think it's about the context, it's about the expectations and it's about who you can expect to be there. If you go to a networking event of real estate agents, uh, for example, um, the, the networking that's probably a lot different than if you're going to a networking event of digital professionals, right? And so who shows up and why they're there, I think is, is the foundation of actually being successful, not just for an individual, but just <laughs> when everyone leaves. Wow. <laughs> Someone agrees or say, that... say keep it down, all right? <laughs> I also think there's a difference between a networking event and a prospecting event. So if you're at a trade yeah. show, you're, you're wanting to do a, um, a bunch of small, um, high-velocity contact to see what's going on. And you're going to want to have a mix of um, kind of quality. So you're going to want to get touch as many bases as you can and then also look to identify a few key relationships in your um, – you know, to add to your network down the road. So it just depends on kind of what you, you know, what, where there's an optimum way to do things. And sometimes you want to be, um, I guess, high quality and sometimes you want to be high velocity. You want to be some of each, of course, but you just got to know what you're doing. Yeah, no, good point. Makes sense. 
You did a good um, job keeping your composure with the dog. I mean, just to piggyback on what Colin said, um, I I don't actually particularly like networking events, right? I I think I think just the fact that you're at a networking event, uh, most people are there for the wrong reasons, right? They're they're there to because uh, uh, they need something. They, yes, yeah. that's perfect, right? That's exactly. why there's that smell um, of desperation in the air generally. Yeah. Exactly. I'd much rather go to the after party at WordCamp and just hang out with people, right? Get a beer, sing some karaoke if, if yes. it's WordCamp County, right? Yes, me. I know that's weird. Um, but just get to know people on a personal level, right? Because for me, networking is really just about making friends, right? And like Colin said, talking basketball or talking about the kinds of things that interest me. And that way, you know, a guy like Colin and I can just have a conversation when we're at a social event. And that's just we've automatically built some trust right i know what colin does right I, I i know who he works for and if i need his services i will call him but i'll call him before if i but it's true i'll call him before i'll call i call somebody else because nepotism is it's, real it's, it's it's snarky day right i'll call him before we call somebody else because we have a personal relationship yes I think a lot of people do it wrong because they go in, like you said, with the wrong expectations. A lot of people go in trying to get something and think of it as a short-term thing too, right? It might it might serendipitously happen where you can give someone you know, what they're looking for and they can give what you're looking for like in a short amount of time. But usually, like you said, it's building relationships. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this oh, is terrible. But you make uh, a good point because the worst of it that I've seen, because I've, I've worked for hosting companies now for five, six years. And the worst of it that I see, and I, I even wrote a blog post about this once, is people that are freelancers or moonlighters or, or small shop developers will go to a conference, maybe it's a WordCamp, and they'll talk with somebody at a hosting provider's booth. And they'll leave with their chin up thinking, I'm gonna, I'm about, I'm about to get a bunch of leads from a hosting provider. I told them what I do. And it never happens because you, you were talking to an events person or a marketing person. Um, they're going to turn your card over to a salesperson who's now going to call you and try to get you to bring clients over. It's a mess. And and it goes to, to the point of, of not all networking actually is building anything. And, and if you go into it with an agenda and you talk to other people who have an agenda, no one's going to get anything out of it. Whereas if you just go into it and say, I'm just going to be myself and see what other people do. You, you t and, and see the long view, as it was said. I feel like you guys are like talking about making friends. That's why I really like Brian's definition. It's really about relationship building. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that that for me, that's what it is. Life my, is my, about I, relationship building. Have you guys not learned this yet? Yes. It, but, no, don't wait till the deathbed to have that happen. That time to learn that lesson. And I've always felt my, my time is better spent doing other things than going to a networking event. You know, sitting with somebody one on one, having lunch, having coffee, right? Mm -hmm. Sitting, having a cigar, going to a basketball game, playing cards, something else, right? Than than actually going and talking about business, right? Because that so, for me is relationship building. Let me ask you a question, Steve. So if someone wanted to network with you, they think you're cool. They've seen you on water cooler. They think you guys happen to me every day. That yeah, right. <laughs> how how would that person? You can't just go from not knowing someone to smoking cigars and, well, you could sing karaoke with anyone, but, you know, you can't go from the nothing to, uh, you know, buddies in 
or maybe you can, but in one conversation, but how do you bridge that gap? How would you prefer someone bridge that gap with you, for example? It's, it, I think it's all in the approach, right? So if somebody calls and says, I've got something to sell you, right? Obviously they wouldn't say it that way, but if they, if they come off with the approach of, if you need to buy from me or I've got something to sell you, I'm done, right? That, that conversation is pretty much over. But if somebody calls- You want them to lie to you. No, no, no. If somebody calls and says, <laughs> and says how, um, how can I help you, right? Or how can how can we, you know, let's have a conversation together about this thing. Or, or if there's a if there's a different approach, there's more of a relationship builder. Then I'm I'm more uh, open to um, pursue that. That's good so to hear. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that the first time I went to to WordCamp Orange County was a few years ago, and at the time I worked for a managed WordPress provider and was very much a salesperson. Like it was, I was very clearly a sales guy. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was acting like it, but like a the, the community knew like these people are here to be salespeople. And uh, we go to we the, the after party and you know, all day I'd been networking, like handing out cards. Hey, what do you do? Tell me about your studio. People are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we go to the networking and have a couple adult <laughs> beverages. And uh, and I ended up doing karaoke. I did a, an NWA song for karaoke at like one <laughs> thirty in the morning. And Steve and was, was like, my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. Like, it, it broke the ice. If only I think it was because it humanized, it it humanized the fact. Like, okay, it, it made me stop selling. It also was like, hey, that that guy is a terrible rapper, right? So like, he should. We should maybe. Be but, I totally wouldn't have guessed that. But say, but say, say made a good point earlier. Um, I, I like to say like it happens in terms every of, now and then. In terms of like, if you're if you're trying to to make something happen for business, whether you think of it as sales or business development, um, I like to say like all things being equal, people will buy from their friends. So make everything else equal and then go make a bunch of friends. And like those two things, you do that and you can be successful in any sort of business, digital or otherwise. And so you're right. It is about making friends with people and not uh, you know, selling yourself or shilling products. Like people know what you do and they'll know the quality of your work just by being your friend and being around you and seeing the work that you're doing. And if they need your services, they call you. And that's the lowest pressure, easiest sell you can ever have. Yeah, that's it's making as we're talking. It makes me think of where I'm going to a conference next week to you know speak to a bunch of people in a certain vertical. And sure, the ultimate goal is that maybe I build relationships eventually, and 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 you know do some consulting and sell some plugins or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm going there just to learn more about what they do and how I can help. Mm -hmm. Like they even asked, like, "Hey, you're going? Do you want to? Do you want a booth?" I'm like, "No, I don't want to stand behind a booth, you know, and have and be stuck there. I just want to like." talk with people while I'm there. unless you unless know. you unless you're coming to WordCamp US then you need a booth <laughs> for low low price of. <laughs> well, well, one of the things one of the things about networking that you have to do is get away from the randomness of meeting people um, whoever happened to be there and build your network deliberately so you know for, for my network I'm very deliberate about it I've got three categories that are in my CRM um, I've got 12 people uh, 11 people right now that I make sure that I add value to their lives every week whether it's a lead an introduction or something and then and those are the people that you can't scale that much past that but those are the people that that I've chosen deliberately um, because we can help each other do business and you know if you're if you're building a network just think in terms of what you're building um, what the end game is so I've got you know I've got a core group of people that have been really loyal customers over the years and referral partners and then I've got the next group is about 50 people and I, I make sure that I talk to them at least twice a quarter um, and those are people like Steve would, would probably be in in that group and we try to chat at least once a quarter about something and and you know that that's also deliberately built and beyond that you can't really have I don't think you can have, um, you know, too much more than just sort of random people in your CRM with notes. Um, you know, you, you just build something deliberately and, 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 you know, look for the highest value relationships that you can build. And, and, and that, you know, at, 
at our company, three relationships were worth um, like $700,000 in 2015. And that's three referral partners relationships. And that was, you know, a third, more than a third of our business uh, back then. Which so, is the point Chris, of me going to that conference just because I'm like, oh, well, there's a bunch of people who are here. They mm -hmm. have related uh, goals and, 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 you know, they know each other. So, you know, ultimately, yes, it'd be great to get known in that space, but mm -hmm. it's definitely not yeah. to go there and just hand up business. Cards. You've, hit, it, you've yeah. hit on another important thing when it comes to the, the both of you. When it comes to networking and you talked about this a little earlier about other attendees and audience. One thing that, that I, I see often, I'm sure you guys are familiar with in, in the web creator space, is just marketing to each other. And there's, there's some goodness that can be done by a WordPress developer knowing a bunch of other WordPress developers. Maybe there's some overflow work. So there's, there's some goodness that can be done there. But, you, but the, the people I know that have, have had the fastest growing like web development businesses, uh, for example, I know a guy that started just building websites for lawyers and then doing hosting and security for like 200 bucks a month afterwards. All he does is he goes to lawyer conferences. Yeah. Like he has zero desire to go to WordCamp. He knows who he feels like he needs to know. He spends all yeah. his time, money, and market dollars going and finding lawyers. So, Chris, you yeah, made the point. Yeah, but does he have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. because, friends? Can you be friends with lawyers? No, just kidding. He has a full pipeline, so that seems to work. That's but, a um, different thing altogether. Chris, Chris touched on another point that I think is is important to highlight, right? And that's about your um, extended network, right? So Chris and I met through Jeff Turner, right? So, so we met years ago through Jeff Turner, right? And so Jeff Turner, obviously, I've you know everybody here knows him. You know, he's spoken a lot at, at WordCamp. He created the the OC WordPress Meetup. You know, he was my business partner for a long time. But Jeff's one of those guys that's in my network that you know I've known for many years. I'm friends with you know our families are friends. I you know we 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 have a good um, relationship. He has no hesitation introducing me to somebody within his network, right? And so um, I, I think Chris's point is 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 really important about looking at your your network and your extended network and kind kind of organizing them to see who in your network is a good referrer for you, right? Because I have no problem calling Jeff and saying, you know what, I, I'm trying to uh, connect with this person. Can you make an introduction for me? Yep. Yeah, oh, and, 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 that's where and, that and you want you mm -hmm. want people in your network that you can serve and that can serve you, and you want to be you want to be super deliberate deliberate about it. Um, I, I read something that you wanted to have some people that are above your level, some people that are at you know some aspirational people in your network, some people that are at your level, and then some people that you're mentoring at all times in your kind of circle of intimates and. You know that that way you. Um, what, what's that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> say say he's got the giggles today. And, and so yeah, I was that is it's really funny, and I am chondrophined. <laughs> yes, well, this is all about relationship building. So it's easy for tangents. She was laughing at circle. She was no. She was laughing at circle of intimates. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute her for a second because she's laughing. <laughs> Go on, keep going, Chris. It's good. No, no. I mean that, that's all. You you want to have. You want to have people that are um, at, at you know a plus minus and equal, and and that is a, the way to make sure your network is healthy because your um, hopefully the people that are uh, that you're mentoring are coming up and they're gonna are gonna surpass you someday and you'll be able to be nice to them on the way up so they'll be able to throw you a crumb down the road or and, they'll climb uh, on you and squash yeah, that's right. and squash <laughs> you. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and 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 I think your it sort of goes back to your approach, right? So so sincerity is important in in all of this, right? Yeah, you, if you can you, fake that, you've got it made. <laughs> right, and I don't think you can, right? Right. So so your mo your motives really have to be um, 
uh, right on, right? It has to be altruistic, right? And you have to be sincere about what what you're t um, communicating with somebody about. Because if you go into that, into one of those uh, situations, trying to sell something, uh, mm -hmm. anybody that's quality is going to see through that immediately, right? And that's so, not going to be a quality person in your network. Okay, so that's part of my question. Like a lot of this, you know, you're talking about making friends. You're going into these uh, events. You know, you're, I'm going to bond with these people so I can give them some flavor. Um, where do you guys feel the authenticity uh, spectrum? Where does that where does that fall on that? Because I have uh, you know networked with people who you know they're like your friend, but it's it feels extremely inauthentic, or you find out later it's very inauthentic. Um, and then on the other side, there's people who are you know authentically themselves, but not so great at connecting. So like, mm -hmm. where does authenticity fall for you guys, just personally? in that in in the in the I factors i think that. you just kind of use you sense it i mean right like it, it's pretty obvious when someone's not being authentic or when it's a really mm -hmm. shallow connection and i've been there are networking events where like you don't know until you go right like the who the attendees might be exactly um, but i don't go to chamber of commerce events anymore because so many times right they they would i would say what i'm doing and then you'd see their eyes glaze over and they're looking for the next person to talk to because they know why they can't get anything from me Right, so then you mm -hmm. know right away the quality of attendees isn't good, right? But um, other ones where, yeah, you just again develop a friendship. You you probably talk about something you didn't expect to be, you know, chatting about because uh, you find that connection, and then you know, and it might even take a couple times of meeting them and seeing them at the same event uh, multiple times. So. And, and, and actually, Brian brings up a point that I want to mirror as well, right? It, when I'm at an event, right, forget networking event, but I'm, I'm meeting somebody for the, for the first time, the last thing I talk about is business, right? I, I might introduce what I do, but the, I, I avoid those business conversations as much as possible and just try to get to know somebody on a personal level first. Yep. We can always talk business later. It, it, yeah, it depends on it depends for me on if I'm actually networking or prospecting and, and I make a huge distinction between the, the the two of them. If you're trying to build your network, you're trying to fill a slot, you know, if you're me, you're trying to fill a slot that 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 sort of exists because you know how to operate an efficient network. And if I'm networking, I want to add somebody to that slot that I can add value to. If I'm prospecting, I will be more transactional. But when you're transactional, as long as you're transparent about it, you're not going to come off as um a D bag, you know, you're going to come off pretty authentic. I mean, you, you, no, you, you, yep. you, you, no, I love it. No, it's great. It's a great. These are great points, dude. I agree. Agree, hundred percent. When I when I'm in selling mode, when I'm somewhere where I'm supposed to be driving the bottom of the funnel, I I'm mm -hmm. try to be as transparent as possible with my self interest. Like, listen, the conversations that we're having are about, and it's not like, hey, it's what you can do for me. It's like what we're going to do together. I can help mm -hmm. your business. So you can help us do that. If if I'm, um, but in terms of being authentic, I. Uh, Steve and I talked about this at, at WordCamp Orange County this year. There was a, a panel, and Jeff, I think Jeff Turner was in it as well yep. as the interviewer. Is that is that you being authentic is simply being yourself. And it took me a very long time as an individual contributor salesperson to realize I didn't need to have a persona. I could just be the person I wanted to be and try to help people, and th and that produced better sales results. And so I think authenticity is not a hindrance or an anchor to being good at business development or growing your business and growing your network. It's actually uh, vital to have that because people are, are so inundated with messages and connection requests and handshakes and business cards. If you don't stand out just for being the person you are, um, you're not going to stand out at all, right? Because there's so already somebody else. And it's so tiring too if you got to make a persona yeah. and you have different personas for different groups. Like, oh my god, you got to like track all the personas yeah. and they start fighting each other. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a book I want to mention. I think I've mentioned it here before, but wait, I, wait, wait, what? 
Yeah, right, I, know, I, I know, I know, I know. This is the Steve, that how, the Steve knows how to read section of the video. Yeah, I know. It doesn't happen often, but um, it does that. Yeah, it's a book called Give and Take by Adam Grant, uh, and it's it's really breaks down uh, uh, givers, takers, and matchers three three styles of reciprocity. Uh, the subtitle of the book is Why Helping Others Drives Our Success, and I think it relates to a lot of what we're talking about about uh, you know really thinking about. Uh, where you fit and what your reciprocity style is, uh, and and making that work for you. Uh, and as you said many times, right, the giver yeah. versus taker, right. And if you're on the giving spectrum side of the spectrum, um, again, it's not a short term thing, right? Like you, you'll help a bunch of people, and maybe they just don't need anything from you right then, or they can't help you. But long term, yeah. The, the, yeah. What am yeah. I? You, you just want things. to develop bitterness whenever you help somebody, they don't help you right away. And Steve started me say this one before. It's not my idea. There's a, an author I like named James Altucher. And, and one thing that he wrote yeah. years ago that I really, really cling to is um, if you don't know how to build your network and you don't know how to build your business, you don't know how to find opportunities, find two people who can make each other money and introduce them and get out of the way. And I have found over the last five or six years since I came across that quote, if I can't think of something to do on a Monday or a Wednesday or a Friday, just find two people who I think could benefit from knowing each other and get out of the way and it always comes back. It's amazing how, how much, because those people, it's not just the obligation like you said about uh, about wanting to help out, but like it just makes you more valuable and makes you an important cog in the wheel and, and really can help with building a network if, if you don't know what else to do. And it's a good excuse for like a pleasant uh, low. It's a, it's a good excuse for a pleasant contact that that like you've done somebody a little bit of a favor and you've reached out and you've you've given them a nice gesture and you said, hey, I'm a good guy. Here's this thing. Um, as long as you don't, you know, feel feel entitled because of it, it'll uh, it'll scale and it'll be you know, it's it's how we built in the early days our our um, network. You, you got to reach out and gesture to people. How do you guys feel about um, the? Sorry, <laughs> I had a question. How do you Spit guys? It out. Uh, yeah, in like all the CRMs and whatnot, they do the prompts, right? Oh, you haven't talked to this person in X number of days. Yeah. Just reach out. How do you guys well, feel about that? Like in terms of like like this double. <laughs> I, no, I kind of miss it because I'll set reminders in like Google mm -hmm. inbox and stuff every once in a while. But that's just like a reminder to touch base. Not like a, if I don't have anything to offer or talk to them about, then I won't. But I don't know. I, I like the reminder feature uh, if I haven't talked to them in a while. I, I can't remember it's if it was okay. or, or, or Adam Grant, but one of them uh, talked about uh, cold leads or, or, or cold uh, contacts, that people that you haven't had contact for uh, with in over a year um, mm -hmm. and how to spark up strike up a new conversation with that so it's always good to go back through your LinkedIn and say you know I haven't I haven't talked to that person in a long time I just want to reach out and see how they're doing so that's that's something I do with a high velocity and I do it on purpose so I, I just once every six months I go in through my LinkedIn and, and you know use text expander I, I cut and paste and just say hey haven't talked in a while what's your current business focus and I'm sincere but it's high velocity because you know I don't know two-thirds of my 2,000 contacts on LinkedIn very well, and so I don't know what their focus is, and I'm asking them at scale, but, but you know, some of them respond uh, snarkily. Most of them respond. <laughs> we get about a 10% response rate on that, you know, sending that message, and I, you know, I may have done it to some of you, and it, and it works pretty well to get conversations going. Um, <laughs> I'm scared of having anything thrown at me at high velocity. That's a little. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you, can get, you can reach out on LinkedIn to say, 80 contacts or 100 contacts an hour with a cut and paste, you know, thing. You have to do it manually, but you can do that. It's not. And, and I got 
And, and I got to tell you, LinkedIn is a fantastic tool for everything that we've talked about so far on this mm-hmm. on this call, right? Yeah. I know I know a lot of people who kind of scoff at LinkedIn and yeah. and and sort of disregard it. It is a really powerful uh, networking tool. LinkedIn is all B two B and has really become that. It's the only place for that. And even though it's, you know, people are still taking on 2,000 people that they don't really know, like, you know, Chris was saying, it's still got that focus that is not, it's more authentic as, in terms of career than any other place, Twitter, Facebook, any of that. So yeah, it really is the only place for that. What's your current business focus? I'm just trying to start a kind of conversation to see if there are any overlapping interests. That's yeah, it. We're, we're working, and, and obviously we could do a, a whole half hour or entire series on actually working the, the the network that you've created. But to the point of like the cadence that Say was asking about earlier, I think it's very valuable. I think it's valuable because um, relationships need to stay, uh, you know, have some energy around them. And I don't think it's cheating at all to set calendar reminders and tasks, whether it's in Salesforce or Outlook or on a pad and paper of who you should be reaching out to and talk to. I, I would appreciate it if the people I do business with remember to, to check in with me from time to time because we have the kind of relationship like, you know, Steve could Steve could check in with me occasionally and be like, hey, do you guys have anybody that's doing WordPress? And the truth is, like, it helps him stay top of mind with me uh, if I have something great. If not, I'm not offended that Steve reached out to try to have a conversation around work because we know each other. Oh, but I'm not cheating on anyone in my network by doing something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, since we're almost out of time, is is uh, you know the way to get referrals is to ask your current clients for referrals, right? There's no problem asking somebody, especially if you've done good work for somebody, yeah. just call them and ask them if they know somebody else that could use your services. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Especially if they've given you a testimonial or something, that's a no-brainer. And you might actually might with that question, you might find out where you stand with your current clients, right? Yeah. So they, they they may tell you, right? I would never refer you in a million years, and then you that can lead to a whole different conversation. That's right. Mm-hmm. Not that that's ever happened to me. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying that that can happen. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, I think we will end uh, this week's water cooler. Thank I you. I said no camels. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, you, thank you to you all for being here. I really appreciate uh, all the inputs, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Adios.